Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Roberts with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. Thank you so much for joining us for our continuation of the book of Esther. Today, we will be in chapter 4. Fasting and praying was an important practice among the Jews. When Mordecai had realized all that wicked Haman had accomplished, he tore his clothes. He put on sackcloth with ashes. He went into the midst of the city and cried with a loud, bitter cry. This was common during that time. Mordecai was doing what most godly men would do in times of severe trouble, fast and pray. He walked the streets in bitter wailing and went to the king's gate even though no man in sackcloth was allowed to do that. In every province under the king's commandment and decree, there was great mourning among the Jews. They were all fasting, weeping, and wailing in sackcloth and ashes. Just imagine the effect this had on Israel. They knew that they were all going to die on the 13th day of March. All the tribes were involved. It didn't matter if they were from the south or the north. They were Jews. The decree was all the seed of Jacob would be destroyed. Esther was concerned about Mordecai's actions. Esther's maids and chamberlains had told her what was taking place. The queen began to grieve. She sent clothes to Mordecai. He would not accept the clothes. Esther called for Hatak, one of the king's chamberlains. He was appointed to attend to her. She commanded him to go to Mordecai. She wanted to know what exactly was happening and why. Esther was secluded in the harem. She had no idea what the king and Haman had decreed. Hatak went to Mordecai at the street of the city before the gate. Mordecai revealed to him the plot and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay the king's treasury to destroy the Jews. He sent Esther a copy of the decree to destroy the Jews. He charged Esther to go before the king and make supplication and request for her people. Esther's marriage took place in the seventh year of Ahasuerus' reign. This decree was issued five years later. The king had no idea he had married a Jew and was about to destroy her and her people. Hatak returned the message to Esther from Mordecai. Esther sent word back to Mordecai. Esther knew it could mean her death to approach the king unsummoned. He had not called on her for 30 days. The Persian court was very strict. To approach a king in the inner court unsummoned was a capital crime such as murder. The intruder would instantly be put to death if the king did not hold out his golden scepter. That would show the king's approval. They returned the word to Mordecai. Mordecai let Esther know that she was Jewish. She would die as well. 
If she was quiet, she would fail to deliver the Jews. Such a hard burden to bear. Deliverance would come, but it would come in another way. Her father's house and the others would be destroyed. Now for my favorite part of the book of Esther. The phrase, Who knows whether you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this? The Lord had raised up Esther for this very reason. God can raise up whomever He chooses. He uses standards other than men's. She sent another reply to Mordecai. She wanted the Jews to fast and pray for her. She and her maidens would do likewise for three days and three nights. She would go before the king even if it meant she perished. They were to pray outside the palace. Her and her maidens would pray inside. She believed God hears prayers and helps in trouble. Notice how intentional the prayer was. Mordecai went to gather the Jews to fast and pray at Esther's request. They intended to move the God of heaven to spare Esther and the Jews. We should always turn to the Lord in trouble, nothing or no one else. Just as Esther was called and chosen for a certain time with a special purpose, so are each of us. It is only a relationship with Christ that will reveal that purpose for your life. Only Christ knows you completely. Do you know Him today? Do you want to? You can, no matter your past. Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us, If we confess with our mouth, and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we shall be saved. I am going to pray. If you would like, we can pray the prayer of salvation together. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you today and I thank you for every listener out there. God, just as Esther was chosen for such a time as this, so is every listener that is listening today. God, I pray if there is one that does not know you or does not have a relationship with you, that they will by the time this podcast is over. If you would like to accept Christ as your Savior, you can repeat this prayer after me, or you can do this in the prophecy of your own home when the podcast is over. Dear Lord, I ask that you come into my heart, cleanse me from my sins. God, I believe in you. I believe you are the Christ who died and was raised from the dead for me. Dear Jesus, I pray that you wash me completely and renew my heart to be sound with yours, God. In your name we pray. Amen. You may tune in to Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast by visiting www.kingdomrock.org or by joining Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or Pandora podcast. Thank you, and we hope you will join us next week.